Guys, gals, gender non-binary pals, hello and welcome to another episode of the Nameless Youth Podcast. I'm your host and creator of Nameless Youth, Vanda Vaziri, and you've tuned in just in time for the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present my wife, Olivia, do you want to say her real name or? Emma. I know it's basic. (laughs) Olivia Emma Odd. Hi guys. Hey Bays. What's good? What's poppin'? <laughs> so, before we get into the um, deep Topic dark of today, yep, of the week, mm-hmm. of our lives. Oh, yeah. Literally. Yep. Um let's let's give the people a little bit of an introduction to who you are. So, um well, I am 15 years old. My birthday is March 20th, so actually, technically, I'm 15 and a half. Lady's getting her driver's license in six months. Yes, she is. Um, But being born on March 20th is a crazy day to be born on. I'll tell you why. I'm born on the first day of spring, which in the Zodiac calendar, I don't know what it's called. Zodiac calendar. That is the last day of the Zodiac calendar. I'm born on the very last day of that year. Oh my god, true. Yeah. Oh my god, true. So that makes me a Pisces Aries. I am born on the cusp. I am two signs. If you thought that was crazy enough to handle, my whole families are cusp signs, except for my younger sister. I have three siblings and two parents. Wow. <laughs> my dad, Aries Taurus. My brother and my mom, Taurus Gemini. My sister. Oh my god, they're both Taurus Gemini? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, oh, and so is my dog, Taurus Gemini. <laughs> and then my older sister is a Gemini Cancer, and my younger sister is a Virgo. So if you couldn't tell already, pretty chaotic house going on in here. Yeah. Both Let my me... mom and my dad being alphas, and all of our signs clashing at once. Mm. Pretty crazy household. To put it in perspective, look at how nicely cohesive my family is. So in the Persian calendar, I'm born on the 27th day of the first month, Mm -hmm. which is the first month of spring. My mother is born on the 27th day of the last month of spring. Mm -hmm. My father is born on the 25th day of the first month of autumn. My sister is born on the 25th day of the last month of autumn. My... Mother is a Gemini Sun Aries rising. I am an Aries Sun Gemini rising. Wow. And we're all either air or fire signs. Wow. My sister's a Sag and my dad is a my dad is a Libra. But you see how hers just works out so perfectly. <laughs> that's so that's so fitting for you, I feel like. <laughs> um so, Liv, yeah. mm-hmm. kindergarten questions. What's your favorite color? I don't know. I feel like I have different colors for everything. Like my favorite Blue. color to wear is white or black or like gray something like that my favorite color to like use in my room is like white or blue or like they all have to like cohesively work but i think my favorite color to look at is probably pink or blue like just looking at you're a blue you're like a little a a baby blue person like Mm, this color that is literally my favorite color yeah baby blue or baby pink i love both of them totally see that for you So, continuing on with the kindergarten questions, what's your trauma? Oh, (laughs) I have a lot of trauma, Mm. like, a lot of it. So, um, I've had some pretty bad family issues. Not my, my main family, like... Your immediate family. My immediate family. I'm talking, like, relatives, cousins, grandparents, aunts, uncles. Actually, I don't have any uncles, lol. (laughs) They all either died or are not present in the life. So... 
Um, yeah. Uh, my godfather passed away when I was 13 on the day of me going to my favorite con- my favorite artist concert. Who? Um, my Uncle Mike. No, oh, that I know. Oh, Khalid. Oh. I was like, meh. That was my favorite at the time, but... Mm. Anyways, that was pretty traumatic for me, because I was like, okay. <laughs> um, he did. Wait, that's disrespectful <laughs> to him. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> so... I was actually told at school. Oh my god. Yeah, because my godmother posted on Instagram for his death around two weeks after he died, and my parents were keeping it a secret from me because they were in France, and they wanted to tell me in person. But they were nonstop texting me, calling me in my math class in seventh grade, and I was like, what do they want? Like, why are they still calling me? What is going on? And so I went to the bathroom, picked up that phone, it was breaking up. Like, the connection was so bad. So all I heard is, your died. And I was like, what? My who died? What died? So then they told me, really not good, really traumatic. They just didn't want me to find out over Instagram, which I completely understand. But could have waited for me to go home and maybe, like, tell me when I'm at home so I don't have a mental breakdown in the bathroom. But, Yeah. Trauma. Did you should just go back to math class after? Um, no. So basically, I was in the bathroom for about 20 minutes when Mr. Mack, my beloved math teacher in seventh grade. Mr. Mack, if you're listening, we love you. We stand you. both Ians. Yes, we really do. Um, Mr. Mack sent Kenda, one of our other great friends, out to come check on me because I had been in that bathroom for about 20 minutes. Kenda comes in, and all the lights went out because I hadn't moved from my position in a very long time. Our lights are motion sensors. So, Kenda comes in, and I am on the floor underneath the sink, screaming, crying. And she comes in, and she just hugged me, and she was like, she didn't know what to do, basically. She brought me downstairs, and um, we called my nanny, and I went home, and that was a really bad day. But And then you went to the concert concert right after. With, like a lot of my friends so that was like good but at the same time i cried myself to sleep (laughs) so that is my trauma it was a really bad death um oh yeah here's a really really important question because i can't figure it out because we did not really like we weren't close right like when i first came to the school which four years ago what yeah we met four years ago literally what what is that um can't believe I've been at the same school for four years. That's never happened before. <laughs> um, oh my god, same. Clearly, that's the reason I have commitment issues. Yep. But let's talk about how we became friends. Because hmm. I am confused. <laughs> Me too, honestly. We weren't really friends throughout 6th, 7th, or 8th grade. You invited me to your birthday party in 6th grade, and I was so shocked. I think it was because, like, in for my 6th grade birthday party, my 12th birthday... I invited basically everyone. Like, I invited everyone who was tied to our group in one way or another. Being best friends with Yasmin, Mm. or wait, at the time we weren't. But (laughs) I became friends with Ava through that. And Ava, who was on the podcast last week, obviously is friends with this young woman right here. She's a stranger. What are you talking about? (laughs) But yeah, through Ava. Through Through Ava Ava is kind of how we became friends. How you were tied to our group. Um, so... Didn't really hang out throughout 7th and 8th grade. I think at the end of 8th grade is kind of when we started hanging out. Beginning of grade 9, me, Vanda, and one of our other friends were in the same 
homeroom kind of group. Cohort? Cohort. No, we weren't in the same cohort. No? I didn't have classes with you. Did I? Barely, but I Yeah, we didn't. Okay. Anyways, we had a sleepover at the beginning of ninth grade, um, which was kind of the iconic set-off to our group of girls at school. This year, I feel like we've added more to our group of girls. Because girls came. Yes, our, like, friend group was very boy-heavy. True. I'm talking, like, seven boys, three girls. (laughs) So sad. Yeah, but now we have um, six or seven boys and six girls. Which is great. Yeah, and we just became really, really close, like, really, really quickly, just Mm -hmm. because I have, like, no boundaries. (laughs) I don't really either. either, so like, so it was it worked out really well. We didn't go through like the normal stages of girl friendships becoming close. Yeah, we just kind of flew into our friendship. There was no beef, no fighting, no arguing, and it was really just peaceful and healthy for both of us. And like, our signs are not supposed to be compatible. I think it's the fact that it's we're both Aries cusps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Pisces yeah. is compatible with Taurus, though. True. Aries, Aries, Taurus, Pisces. What is your moon sign? Or your rising sign, actually. Let me check That's my important. co-star. By shout the way, out guys, co-star. Open shout for co-star. sponsorships. Go download co-star, because I swear to God, you really learn a lot about yourself and through this. So and it's accurate. so accurate. So accurate. So accurate. Like, it really is accurate. Okay. Yeah. Rising or moon? Rising. Taurus. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my moon is Leo. Oh, that's good. I love a good Leo moon. My, yeah. I think my moon might be Pisces. Really? Or Cancer, maybe. I don't know. That makes so much sense for you. I think it's Cancer. <laughs> I think it's I Cancer. I think it's definitely Cancer. Uh, yeah, my moon is Cancer. Yeah. yeah. Take from that what you will. Um, that's weird. Hmm. Funny how <laughs> that works. Funny. Been experiencing a lot of that lately. Um, just checking co-stars right now. <laughs> yeah, just running through our, you know, daily horoscopes, which if you're going to make fun of me for paying a lot of attention to my horoscopes, don't. Don't. Just Cause, don't. Because it's so accurate, and I've gotten so many people hooked. I, listen, when we first meet, I will do your birth chart reading for you. Oh, absolutely. Can we talk about our, um, where our, our Venus, Venus is? Yeah, you go yours. So my Venus is in Pisces, which I think makes a lot of sense. So I'm just going to give you a little rundown on Venus. Oh, makes <laughs> sense. Venus determines how and what you love. It indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. My Venus is in Pisces, meaning my romantic side is sentimental, dreamy, and gentle. I have an endless oh deep well of compassion and love, but I have trouble protecting myself in relationships. So, Oh my god. Um, I just got that. That makes a lot, makes a a lot, lot of sense. Of sense. Okay. Basically, to sum it up, I fall in love easy and... Um, you fall in love hard. And I get hurt over that because, you know, lol. Yeah. Um, Wow. This is literally what we were just talking about before this. My Venus is in Taurus, meaning my romantic side is oriented towards comfort and stability. I move slowly and deliberately Mm. at the beginning of relationships. That timidity sometimes comes off as intimidating, but I really don't mean it to. Um, I just want something sweet and simple. Sweet and simple. So, let's, let's get right into it. Um... Love. 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 So, Mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. Love. Yes. Love. Love. What a, what a crazy thing. What a crazy thing. Um, just as a precursor, 
It is a really weird time for us to be filming this, this episode. Such a coincidence. Such a coincidence. Something happened to this young lady right here. Okay, something happened to this young lady right here too. Okay, yeah, but yours was right before we started filming. True. And you told me about yours right before we started filming. So Okay, yeah. Love. Love. <clears throat> love by life. Oh my god. <laughs> she sings in cursive. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Okay. So <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Um, I don't really have a plan for this episode. We're just going to talk about, you know, our experiences with love <gasps> slash like, because love is a really strong word. Clearly, I have commitment issues. Yeah. Well, I've <laughs> oh, Don't step away. Ah. Mike. Or just talk louder. I've had some tremendous, horrible mm. experiences with love. You see why I chose her for this episode? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just too many. Just too, too many. many. And I have been there to help her work through them all. Literally. At home therapist. I'll come to you. You can call me. Um, this girl really <laughs> sat with me in my bathtub while I texted the boy I was in love with for 11 years for an hour and a half. <laughs> then proceeded to write a letter to him and burn it in the middle of the street yes. at 4 in the morning. Literally. That was very therapeutic. How Let's... many of you could say you've done the same? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. You're not married unless you've burnt love letters together. Exactly. And that's that. That's what makes her my wife. Love you. Mm, love mm. you too. See? There you go. Love. 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 Very strong word. Very <laughs> let's strong let's word. start let's start there. Let's let's you gotta come closer to the mic. Ah <laughs> let's let's start our journey there. At the um what are, what are we gonna call him? Let's call him Gloria Steinem. I have a Gloria Steinem book right in front of me. So, you and Gloria Steinem. Um, you and Gloria Steinem. Just tell them the story. Um, me and this, me and Glorious, what is it? Glorious, just Gloria. You can Gloria, just do Gloria. Me and Gloria <laughs> go way back to the age of that we were toddlers, except, you know, he's a little older. Anyways, so, um, when we were thir- or when I was 13... Um, we started, you know, getting a little bit flirty, as we should have, you know, we were, we were young, yeah. <laughs> we were young and in love, and we weren't in love, like, I loved him, but, you know, <laughs> this man didn't love me back. Anyways, he just wanted me as for As we the, found out at yeah. the bathtub. He wanted me for, um, other things. Other things. It, it, ha, say, uh, let's see, L-O-V-E-L-U-S-T, four-letter word starts with L, but it's not love. It's love. the other one. Okay. okay, you know what? I was gonna be a little less, a little more subtle about it, but okay. Anyways, when I was 13, that's when I knew, like, this is the boy for me, right? So, um, for the next two years of our lives, we continued to treat each other as if we were more than friends. And one day, I was with this young lady right here, <laughs> walking down the street, 11 p.m., maybe 12, I don't know. I see him across the street, so I text him, I was like, I just saw you. And then he called me, and he was like, come hang out, come hang out. And I was like, no, I'm going home. Like, I'm tired. I really want to go home. You can't see what she's doing. The tired was in quotations. You got to say quote unquote tired. Quote We're not on video yet. Tired. She Okay, I was going to say we should do this episode video because it's a very visual topic. But she was like, no, I don't want to do video. I so. look bad. Oh, Anyways. Don't. 
<clears throat> okay. So then um, he calls me and he was like, wait, I just saw this guy. You better not be hooking up with him. And I was like, well, I'm not. And who are you to tell me who I can and can't hook up with? And he was like, I'm just trying to protect you. You're like a little sister to me. And I was like, uh, we're going to talk about this later. And I hung up the phone. Go in my bathtub. We have this conversation for an hour and a half. We get in a huge fight. The last thing he said really broke my heart. So I blocked him. Actually, no, he blocked me. But then he added me back the next day, so it's fine. This is on Snapchat, by the way, if you <laughs> couldn't put that together. But um, we aren't on speaking terms. We haven't seen Still? each other. Yep, we haven't seen each other since June 26th, because that day was really memorable and horrible for me. Um, but here we are uh, about to go to my cabin for Thanksgiving together. So I think I'm going to just bring my boyfriend along. That's going to be so yeah, funny. Yeah, imagine my boyfriend and him in the same room. <laughs> um, and let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that our, the entirety of our friend groups, or, like, almost all of us, are, like, they call it cuffing season for a reason, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of our very good friends, she's been in a relationship for a very, very long time now, so she doesn't count. But the rest of us. The rest of us do. We're all kind of... Gaining Things love interest at happening. the same time. Yeah. No, you should talk about yours. Um, I am not one for emotional commitment mm-hmm. until recently, I guess. <laughs> Just because, okay, if we're going to be on the topic of tragic love stories mm-hmm. slash one-sided love stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> me being the masochist that I am, mm-hmm. same person, four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, try 11 try 11 years yeah it's fine go ahead (laughs) yeah just i don't know why i was still attached Mm -hmm. and then that kind of scarred me for life so um fear which is what we're gonna call him hurt me he didn't even mean to but i think you've both gotten to a point where you're moving on though we really are yeah Mm -hmm. um Let's not talk about how much you blush when you talk about New York. Okay, if so we're going to talk about blushing, then that's something we need to New bring York. up. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, the way she talks about him. <laughs> Ugh. So, um, me and New York started talking around two months ago, and um, she's happy. I am. I really, really like this boy. He has never treated me... The same way that any other boy has treated me. As in, like, a good, that's a good thing. Because mm-hmm. every other boy has treated me with... The other four-letter L word. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm really happy about it. I mean, I'm seeing him tomorrow. I'm mm. really excited. Um, she wants to bring him to Thanksgiving. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. It would be really funny if I did that. It really would. With Gloria and New York <laughs> in the same room. <laughs> Did I mention me and Gloria are neighbors? Oh my god. <laughs> We're neighbors. Uh, that is so bad. It's a little bit terrifying to me. Oh, New York. Oh, New York. Hi, New York. Hi, New York. <laughs> um, needless to say, we have been through the gutter. Absolutely. Like, the both of us have been through enough tragic and toxic relationships that I think it's, it's, oh, look, the other one. Time for rebirth. Yeah, literally. Absolutely. As our cusp signs say. <laughs> High five! Yes! 
<laughs> um, yeah, so let's let's move on from our tragic, tragic love stories. And, and our new interests. And our new interests. And what should we talk about? What should we talk about? Uh, let's talk about Snapchat. Let's... I was literally going to say that. Okay. Because our generation had the brilliant idea to share every single moment of our lives with one another. And this pandemic of overcommunication has hurt all of us in unimaginable ways. When she says everything being shared, she means everything. Like everything. Like everything. Like like everything. Like too much. Yeah, literally. Way too much. Literally, okay. Let's, Let's get into the details of that. First, I wanna talk about the pointless charade of sending a corner of your face back and forth for eight hours in a row because mm. that bothers me and calling it talking mm. oh like, my oh, god I'm talking to this boy but no you're really just sending him selfies while he sends you an eye picture back eight hours consecutively probably only responds to you after 30 minutes <laughs> um it's so bad it's so stupid to me because here's the thing how can you say you are talking to someone if you a have never met them b although a appendices a point a b i would like to say if you've never met them but you like facetime all the time Mm -hmm. or if you like live really far away from them long distance relationships work like you know power to you power to you Mm -hmm. but if you live 20 minutes away from each other and you've never seen each other and you say you're talking when you've seen about like a sixteenth of their total body mass. Yeah. Then I don't think that counts. Also, can we talk about the fact that you can talk to a boy for five days, and I mean, like you know, actually talk, and he pulls the "I love you" card. Are you are you are you joking right now? Literally. Like, you don't even know my middle name, and you think you love me. <laughs> you don't even know my shoe size, and you think you love me. That scene from Frozen, where Kristoff is, like, interrogating Anna about <laughs> Hans. Go watch it. Go watch yeah, it. Yeah. That, that completely supports my point. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's, I would just like to add another point. To take it psychological, it's because they're all so emotionally stunted. Not mm. to throw shade on men, because, you know, in this household, we do kind of throw shade on men a lot, but... but- but like, it's important to not do yeah, that sometimes. Yeah, here's the thing. It's because we're all so emotionally stunted that they're like, oh, I love you after having, you know, like you said, been talking for five days. Yeah. Which, um, to someone with commitment issues like I, it's a little bit scary. Yeah. It's a little bit like, sir... So then what, okay, here's the thing. Saying I love you is supposed to be a milestone. If you say within the first five days, if we go on, A, red flag, B, (laughs) if we go on to have a relationship, what would come at the natural point where you would be like, I love you? Yeah. Would you say, marry me? Because like, no. 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 Like, that's I think it's also kind of difficult for me, especially, because I have a habit of telling people I love them, like, oh my god, I love you. But that's different. Do you know how many times I've almost told New York I love him? We've been talking for two months. Yeah, but you in New York, if you say I love you to him, he would say it back. He would say it back. A, and he would know that, oh, she's blessing. My face is hot. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Lies. It's, okay, Um, if you've ever been in my room, you know it is like astronomically cold in here 
Okay. Do you feel yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's blushing. But, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, New York would know that you meant it, like... Not in the, like, oh, my God, I love you. That's so fun. But I also way. think that he would be, like, and he then, wouldn't. no. Maybe he, he would. He definitely would. So I was talking, so I'm in the same friend group as New York, and the girls in this friend group always tell me how much he likes me. Mm-hmm. So I think in a month's time, if I said it, he would say it back. He really, Thanksgiving. I think he would. I think you should do a Thanksgiving weekend. We, I don't even know if he's coming Thanksgiving weekend. That would be a, also a milestone. True. Let's dive a little bit deeper into this concept of relationship milestones. Because they have changed. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, for our generation, but, like, hell, even through corona, they have changed. Mm-hmm. You you can't, like, oh, first day, yeah, Zoom call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> literally. Literally. First date is Zoom picnic. And then second date is you cook over Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then third date, which usually has a lot of strings attached, if you know what I mean. I don't, I don't know what you would do. Mm. I don't know what you would do. But the thing that I think is really interesting is our generation has taken this online thing in stride. We oh, barely, yes. like, we barely do the physical thing anymore anyways, but... That's why it's important to find boys who will do that with you, because that's something that I definitely value a lot. I would really like to go on a proper date, and I don't mean, like, a movie. I mean, like... I think it's really, really important to not just, like, hang out, quote-unquote. Like, take me out. I would like to be wined and dined. Not wined, because that is illegal. Yes. But... I would like to be dined. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. Um, the final topic that I would like to talk about is the phenomenon of all of the typical teenage boys that you will fall in love with in your teen years. Mm. We could we could make a list. Oh, Let's make a list. We... Did we take a break to write down millions of archetypes for both boys and girls? Don't think this is just a podcast that we're going to make fun of boys on. We'll make fun of the girls, too. So... Boys you will inevitably fall in love with through your teenage years. Let's start with the most toxic and the most popular currently. White boys of the month, the skater boys. White Uh, boys of the year, actually. (laughs) Literally. Okay. They're all emotionally unavailable. Oh, absolutely. I had an experience with a skater boy. Let me tell you, Mm. I almost fell in love with this boy. Like, I really, really, really liked this boy, Okay. Found out he had a girlfriend. I found out he had a girlfriend who's now a great friend of mine, and I love her to death. So, I mean, I guess I got a friend out of it, but still hurt. That was really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, these they boys... They all only want one thing. Oh, absolutely. Sorry if you can't read my handwriting. No, I was okay, trying to write fast. But um, they'll make it seem like they don't just want that one thing. They will literally lie to you throughout the whole thing and make it feel like they like you. They actually like you. They don't. Mm, they don't. They don't. You're not a priority. Mm-mm. Never. Skating over you. The oh. boys over you. Yeah. Anything over you. Literally. Um, Pathological liars. Oh my god. Oh my god. Two-faced as yeah literally yeah and then we've got this like triangle of boys that kind of connect to skater boy as well but they 
not all artsy boys are skater boys, but a lot of skater boys are artsy boys. Yeah. So we're gonna divide this into two categories of film boys and music boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about film boys, and you can talk about music boys. Okay. So film boys, sometimes skaters. If they are, that's a double negative. Watch out. <laughs> um, red flags. They always think their their film taste is better than you. Films, not movies. So underground and quirky. Wow, okay, we get it, you like Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, a little PSA to the film boys out there. The Wolf of Wall Street, that man, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, whose name I cannot remember, is not someone who you should be idolizing. (laughs) He, you should not. He does so many drugs. He treats his wife so badly. Like, come on. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Let's also talk about the fact that they let they watch one Wes Anderson film, suddenly they're like everything. Oh yeah. Suddenly, suddenly they belong in suddenly they should go to Toronto International Film Festival, suddenly they should go to Cannes, suddenly they should be, you know, the director. Mm-hmm. Like dude, you're not artsy. Wes Anderson films are Loki kind of racist. When's the last time you saw a person of color? Literally. Mm, only into white girls. Oh, yeah. If you are not a white Whoa. girl, film boys are not for you. Listen, as a brown girl, if you fall in love with a film boy, I would go to therapy. Because they won't like you back. They won't like you back. <laughs> um, and that's that. And their ego is astronomical. On yeah. the roof. On the Through the roof. roof. Um, so oh wait hold on last okay, point okay, okay. a little bit misogynistic yeah low-key but kind of high-key i agree yeah um relating to film boys and skater boys we have music boys so this boy that i happen to be talking to this skater boy he was a music boy they will gas you up like actually gas you up when i tell you this man hyped me up Every second of the day, probably said the sweetest things to me I had ever heard. Of course, it was all fake. Doesn't change the fact that I thought it was sweet. But, you know, they will literally make you feel like you are on top of the world. They, and they will make you feel like you're their world. Yes, because Mm. you know what they will do? They will ask you what your favorite song is, learn it on whatever instrument they play, and then sing it to you. And play it for you. And play it for you. Ugh. Literally, or they will write a song for you, write a song about you, Mm. like, and then they have the nerve to do some hecked up crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then they will play the victim card. They'll be like, oh no, like, it's not about me, like, it's not my fault. Every one of my girlfriends was crazy. They're all crazy, like, women. They're so crazy, like, they ruined me. Like, no, they didn't. You just Mm. cheated on them multiple times. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Throw shade on Ambleside, why don't you? Yeah. (laughs) Throw all the shade on Ambleside. And then they have the nerve to create a little band of theirs and think that it is the best in the universe. Like, the absolute best. Mm, even though it's a literally, a literal garage band that has played, what, 
one set in their lifetime, if that, and, and it's like singer not great. Absolutely sounds like a SoundCloud rapper. Like mm-mm. these boys have a roster, they, obviously. Mm-hmm. Especially if their skating is tied into their music, they have a roster. Girls are lined up for these boys, okay? And if you think you're a priority to them, don't lie to yourself. You're not. Don't lie to yourself. You're not. When he's on FaceTime with you, he's texting another girl. When he's on FaceTime with them, he's texting you. Exactly. Like. And that's exactly how it was. Lol. Okay, so, first category done. We're gonna get a little bit into sports boys. The stereotypical popular boy in a movie kind of boy. The, like, the Prince Charming, jock, would-be homecoming king. Yeah. Toxic masculinity. I'm gonna that break that down. Toxic one. masculinity. Yeah. And I say it with emphasis because that's their entire personality. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Literally the only thing, but yeah. Yeah. They think they're better than everyone. They have a throne that they sit on. They will not get knocked off of that throne. They will do anything to make sure they never get locked, knocked off of that throne. They will save themselves from the most humiliating things or even slightly even a little bit humiliating things just so that nobody has anything to say about them which nobody would because they're all scared of this boy this boy is popular this boy could ruin your life in two seconds Mm. and this boy will ruin your life in two seconds if you're anything but you know the the sports kid or whatever yep they have a very, very, very set reputation, and they mm. want to keep it. Exactly. They want to keep their alpha, popular, pretty boy look on. Oh, my God. Also, if you're not at least, like, a 9, 8 out of 10. Oh, you're which not. Is, which is a really, like, bad rating system, but you know what I mean. Like, that kind of system, you're not going to be an option for them because yeah. they gotta keep they got to keep that, like, standard or whatever. The kind of girls they date is literally the same girl. Basic. Yeah. This girl. Literally. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm. Skinny. 22-inch waist. Yeah. Um, 5'3". Mm. And they, we just, I love that we have under their, like, description just COD. Oh, yeah. They all play COD. They, all of them play COD. You Snapchat them, they're wearing a headset. Let me bet you (laughs) a million dollars they are playing COD. I don't care what version of it, they are playing COD. Yep. They're all a little bit aggressive, too, because of Oh, there's... I know they're just screaming at their PS4. <laughs> like, I know they are. Um, and then kind of a subsection of jocks, which... A very important distinction. Not all jocks are hockey boys, but hockey boys are all jocks. Yeah. Let's get into it, because it's Vancouver. We got a lot of hockey boys around. Uh, they're all emotionally distant. Oh. They will play you like COD. Yeah. They are, as you would say... Uh, fack boys. <laughs> they are fack boys, okay? Yep. They just want to fack. <laughs> they prioritize the boys over the girls. They will not any. They will not let anything ruin the boys. Saturdays are for the boys. They definitely have that flag on they their wall. Absolutely have that flag on their wall. Honestly, they probably have that tattooed on their butt cheeks. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um. They're sweet nice caring but only if there is not a single person around if there is one person around it could be their mom it could be their brother it could be their little sister all of them it could be their baby sister this baby could be a month old and they would still save their nice sweet loving side for when you you. yeah when you two are alone because they do not want to be called a simp by their other boys Mm. um and this is kind of my section Oh. Debate boys. Let's yeah. let's get into it because it's just 
what what is going on here superiority complex like no other like we get it you've read freud um also classist classist when i tell you if you're not smart then they will not talk to you they will not talk to you they're always they're always distant they will, they'll never break down their walls or whatever because they're all super damaged. No one gets into debate because they're healthy, okay? As a debate kid, I can confirm that for you. <laughs> and anything you say, if you ever get into an argument, you will never be right. You'll never be right. They will pull some sort of card over you and you'll be like, oh, all right, well, cool. Well, okay. All right. And I want to talk about communist bros for a second. Mm. Which, that's a, a weird title, but, like, you know exactly the archetype of boy I'm talking about. They're all cramming for some, like, World War II quiz that they'll never invite you to because it's, like, boys only. Will not the same kind of the boys as, like, the jocks or the hockey boys, but still the group of boys that only cares about, like, they don't care about you. That's all they care about. They, um, misogynistic to the max. Won't they shut the heck up. Literally. And... They, they are all a little bit right-wing, even though they are, you know, under the banner of communist boys. Um, they will throw shade on all of the movements, whether that's women's rights, POC rights. Uh, oh, they hate PC culture. Mm. <laughs> They're like, oh, everyone is trying so hard to be politically correct. Like, I have my own opinions, okay? And I'm like, mm, okay. Okay, you can have differing opinions, but human rights is not an opinion. And that's that. We're going to get into our final category of the boys, which is... Oh, no, there's two. There's another one. Okay, well, our final four categories of the boys, <laughs> which... You go. This is, your, this is your forte. Okay, let's talk about the PTSD boy. This boy is broken. This boy has trauma. And this boy, he really, really wants to love and care for you. He does. He has good intentions, but he doesn't always execute these good intentions <laughs> because he needs that one thing from you, if you know what I'm saying to kind of heal himself, take the pain away, make him forget a little bit because they're so broken. These boys, they move too fast. They just want to this say, This is the I five days I love you, kid. Yes, this is absolutely the five days I love you, kid. You know why he says that? He wants to hear it back. You know why he wants to hear it back? Because he never gets told it. Mm, oh, that voice crack. <laughs> she's, she's been hurt by PTSD boys before. Yeah, so this boy, he loves attention. And that's okay, but bro, you gotta fake yourself over here. Mm. Anyways, that's the PTSD boy for you. Yeah, and then... These last three categories are kind of... All intertwined. All intertwined. It's like the first three categories. I guess all of these are kind of intertwined. You can be a part of more than one category. Yeah. Gamer boys. Ooh. Gamer boys. We all know them. We all know them. We all love them. Uh, mm, not really. Never mind. <laughs> do we know? No. Yeah. Uh, they're all emotionally stunted. They don't know how to talk about their feelings or mm. have feelings. Um, games over you, the boys over you, again, these are also the kind of boys who would 100% have Saturdays are the boys posters, stickers on their computers. Let me just remind you that these boys will not respond to you for 12 hours because mm. they are playing a game of some sort. Yeah. They, oh my god, they ha they make dishwasher jokes oh, as if it's funny, and they don't mean, and they don't make them, like, ironically, they, like, make them. Um, short attention span, just because they will get bored really easily, and if your conversation doesn't end in the time that it takes him to reboot, they don't care. They get hurt really easily, even though they're the master manipulators. Mm -hmm. 
Um, also kind of a victim complex, but kind of deserving because the kind of girls that they fall in love with are also manipulators a little bit. Right. But, mm. yeah, that's PTSD boys and gamer boys for you. Let's move on. These boys are very similar, yet very different. They have similar names. <laughs> similar names. Do this one, because this is this, like, this type of, this is a relationship. Do this one. Okay, so you do that one. We'll take this one into the category of these right, right, two. Right, 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 right. Okay, so we have the popular boy's best friend. I'm sure you all know who this is. This isn't the most popular boy, but it's the boy that you always see the super popular boy hanging out with. Best friend of the jock. Literally the best friend. Inseparable. This boy is typically in love with the popular boy's girlfriend or love interest of some sort. He will <laughs> not leave her alone. He will not. Low-key, definitely in love with her, and he either won't leave her alone and tell his best friend, or he will never, ever tell his best friend and just swallow his love. He's a simp. Mm. And, most importantly, has a victim complex. Like, probably the biggest victim complex ever. He's like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like, I'll never, ever match up to, like, my best friend because he's just so popular and good at everything and his life is perfect blah 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 Try and as soon as something happens to him that that's like good and his best friend hasn't done or whatever then the ego will shoot through the roof oh yeah right and then he won't stop talking about it yeah but he kind of vi- yeah, becomes the- more popular because of it too. yeah exactly the victim complex, I think, also stems from the fact that all of the girls that he, like, falls in love with are either taken by his best friend or taken, period. Or like his best friend. Or, yeah. And Or are, like, celebrities. He's the kind of guy who will fantasize about Megan Fox. I mean, he's sweet, though. Yeah. They're he's all a, they're all always nice. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. He really is. He just wants the best yeah. for you. But sometimes he can't swallow the truth about what the best is for you. Mm. So, um, we are going to get into a kind of controversial topic, which is the girls. Mm, the girls. The girls. Okay, do you want to start off with our most fervent category, which is pick me girls. Pick me wow. girls. There's so many of them. You know them all. You hate them all. Mm. They can fall under any subculture, whether that's alt or visco girls or whatever. It can or just be like whatever basic. girl you can think of. Okay? Yeah. These girls Every are friend annoying. Every friend has at least one. Yes, annoying as hell. These girls are so annoying. All they want is the attention of everybody in the room. They will show off and tell you everything like it's a problem for them. Oh my god, like six boys like me. Oh my god, poor me. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Like, why do they even like me? I'm so ugly. Like, shut. They're all always pretty, too. Yeah, shut your damn mouth. Mm. These girls, annoying as hell. Yep. They're liars, too. They lie. To get people to be like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Like, oh, I did this. Yeah, wow, that's so cool. That was a that was a lie. Like, no, she didn't. Mm-mm. She really didn't. She just wants the attention. They are also usually best friends with the popular girl. Yeah. Same best friend archetype, but these girls, um, they manipulate everyone around them they to think... They want the popular girl's attention that she exactly. gets. Um... Yeah, and they also suck up to the popular girl a lot because she has something that the pick-me girl wants, even though the pick-me girl herself is good enough, but she never sees that. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of self-esteem issues that stem from usually 
uh, falling for the wrong kind of boy. It's either that they have self-esteem issues or that they think they're so pretty and not enough people are recognizing it. Oh, period. Yeah. And then we'll we'll do alt girls and then cheer girls. Okay. Okay. So alt girls. I don't want to compare them to communist bros because all girls are great. We love all girls. But they have some downfalls. They have some downfalls. They are all about that social justice warrior life, PC culture for the win, which not a bad thing. Social justice warrior life is awesome. If you follow me on Instagram, you know yeah, I'm all about is. that life. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Most, I mean, not most alt girls, but the alt girls that I'm talking about, they're the ones who actually couldn't care less about everybody else. They just want to have that persona of, oh my god, the environment, I care so much. People of color, I care so much. <coughs> the LGBTQ community, oh my god, I love the gays. Uh, victim complex, because they're like... Because they, again, they fall in love with the wrong kind of person. They have really unrealistic expectations. If you're not Alex Turner or Matt Healy, they don't love you. (laughs) They won't. And they expect you to be them. And because those men are once in a generation, you won't be. So they will be really disappointed. They will. Yeah. In conclusion, though, I do like all girls. Yeah. All girls. But this is like, I mean, all of these are very specific archetypes under the umbrella of like hockey boys or alt girls or whatever like no shade because this is basically shade to the our entire generation but like we love them yeah we love them okay moving on to the next topic which is cheer girls Mm. no tea no shade because for two years of my life i was a cheer girl i'm going to talk a little bit about how these cheer girls are from experience Mm. so Cheer over the boys, always. Practice every single day. You're never, ever going to see them. Sorry about it, but you're not. They're always sassy. They carry out that aspect of routine into their lives. These girls will not ever give you a break. You can't catch a break, okay? (laughs) Rude low-key. They're rude to the people who aren't like them. These girls, what I'm saying, generally are very popular, probably blonde, Mm. skinny as hell, Mm. and, you know, they do think they're better than most but they are always fun i have to give them that they they really do put on a good time if you're at a party if you're at school if you're wherever they are definitely fun people to be around they heart the girlies they love the girlies Mm. it's the girlies or no like you always see them together and they always talk about, oh, my best friend from cheer. My best friend from cheer. Me and my best friends from cheer did this and that and this. And then we did cheer. And it's cheer, cheer, cheer. Best friends, best friends, girlies. They run with an entourage. Yeah. Yeah. They really and do. and they are, like, 100% mean to the all-girls. They will bully the all-girls. Oh, one million percent. Yeah. I wouldn't, because I love them. But yeah. But, like, this archetype of cheer girls will. Yeah. And not to throw shade on myself too much, but... We're going to we're going to get into a very interesting topic of bi girls because we are a special breed, aren't we? We we all have commitment issues, whether that stems from childhood trauma, trauma from past relationships, um like a lot of our alt girls, we have unrealistic expectations, super indecisive. I mean, like that's a given. Um Girls over boys any day, but, like, will hate men 
but like are kind of ashamed of themselves for being into them and will 100% roast you, flame you, whatever you want to call it, for being a man. Even though that's not really something you can control, but they 1000% will. And yeah, my final point is they dress better, but like we all knew that. <laughs> Just because yeah, we take the best of femininity and masculinity and put it together. Yeah. Yeah. They always have cool hair. True. Dyed hair. Oh, my God. Hold on. I just have a point. Um, if you... For, this is PSA for the boys. If you are falling for a girl who cut her own bangs but then decided didn't like them, so, like, clips them back slash puts them to the side, don't look at my Instagram because that's exactly what I am. <laughs> I would run for the hills. Run for the hills. Yeah, they're all a little bit toxic, and most likely either a fire sign or a water sign. Like, there's no, there's no in between. Can't see them being, like, air. Yeah, no. I don't know any bi Capricorns. Capricorn is um, Earth, but yeah. 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 So that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Um, if they're a Gemini, I would run. I would run. I would run if they're a Gemini, no matter what sexuality they are. If they're a Gemini, run. True. True. Run. Having no shade to Gemini boys, but, like, still. Three in my family, three Geminis. Yeah. Boys and girls, best of both worlds. Mm. Except for worst of both worlds. <laughs> they suck. They do. And it, they give you a hard time. Thank God they're on cusps, but, like, bruh. Still. Help. Yeah. Yeah. So now... Now comes the the kind of more general things, but also still really important. Mm -hmm. We've got the friend groups. The friend groups. The most, um, the best and both the best and worst of of them both, both the girls and the boys. And we can use our friend group as an example. Just oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. We have six boys, six girls. Yep. Pretty pretty even. Pretty even. Pretty good. Pretty um, nice. But the boys in our group always talk about how nothing can break the boys. We've really realized the value of the boys. The boys, the boys, the boys. All they talk about is the boys. Mm -hmm. But then when you're one-on-one -on -one with any of them, they'll be like, oh, I actually really appreciate having girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Like, I really appreciate having you guys. But then when they're together, it's like chaotic as poop. <laughs> <laughs> um, they will also, okay, this is specifically if you are talking to slash in a relationship with one of the boys... We've talked about everyone having an affinity for the boys all of in all of our guy archetypes, but here's the thing. This friend group, this brethren, this fraternity of teenage boys, they have a connection that they will make you think you will never understand. Yeah. It's it's this like secret society that you can only access if you have testosterone as your like main whatever it's called. Hormone? Hormone, thank you. <laughs> and, like, they will make fun of you. When you're not there, they will throw shade on you in front of your boyfriend. Oh, they will. And also, they will flex how many inside jokes they have. They will not ever stop talking about They will literally send something to the group chat and be like, only the boys know. Like, okay, then <laughs> why did you send it happened. to us? I know, that happened yesterday. Like, yeah. why'd you send it to us if only the boys know? Exactly. So, like, what, what was the reason? Yeah. But all of them, honestly, are sweethearts. They really and are. And I do love them to death. Oh my god, we just hit an hour. Yay. I do love them. Fully. Truly, I do love them. And yeah. I have loved them since I was five. That's when I met Aww. most of them. Um, also, a point about the boys. If you are either, like, the friend or the girl side of the group that's, like, both girls and boys, 
all of the boys will come to one token therapist for advice, mm-hmm. which is me. <laughs> but um, if you are the girlfriend in a group of boys, they will also all come to you for advice and will try to get with your friends. Yeah. If you're from a different friend group, they will all try to get with your friends. Because yep. your social circles are like intertwined now yeah. or whatever. Do you know how many times has asked me... Which one? Oh, right. asked me to set him up with my outside-of-school friend group. Mm. And I have, and he has gotten with them many times. Yeah. But, you know, that's just how it goes. That's just how it is. Yeah. And what about it? Literally, what about it? What about it? Let's let's get to the most controversial topic I think we were going to talk about today, which is our friend groups, the girls... The girls in our friend group. The girls. Some of them, not going to name names, Mm. judgy as hell. Yep. It is toxic. And honestly, I feel like the boys go through this too. They're toxic. They just don't want to admit it. Mm. There are, there is, especially one girl in our group. Very (laughs) judgmental. We'll say one girl in every group. One girl in every group is very toxic and judgmental. We all have it. Mm -hmm. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait. Before we move on from the judgment piece... If you are the boyfriend slash the guy that, like, is talking to one of the girls in the girlies or whatever, the girlfriend group, they will all judge you. First time you meet them, mm-hmm. it's like sitting in front of, like, a board of trustees and, like, proposing an idea. Yeah, they'll and, whisper, they'll text, mm, they, yep. and then as soon as you leave... Either uh, throw shade? Throw shade or just... I don't, I don't, they'll laugh at you. Yeah, they will. And they'll laugh at the girl for, like picking this one and presenting him to the group Mm -hmm. but after a while they warm up to you you can do so much better Mm. um speaking of the boy meeting the girls they're the council of advisors they know everything about your relationship at least okay if it's a group of more than like three then a certain like two of them or like a couple of them know every single detail of this relationship from your endowment or whatever to how you met to every single detail about that relationship it runs through the girls Mm -hmm. and we've got all of the receipts yeah all of the receipts if you break up there will be a group chat that will just be texts back and forth every single text screenshot and analyze it yeah or if it's in person honestly they will take a video of it oh yeah they will be recording Mm -hmm. the whole conversation yeah and that's just how it goes yeah yeah the girls need to know the girls will get what they need to know uh oh let's go back to the the judgy toxic one the judgy toxic one if you are the boyfriend of one of the girls the judgy toxic one is one thousand percent in love with you oh Yes. One Wants thousand your percent. attention, will mm. not leave you alone. Like, won't back off mm-hmm. the girl's boyfriend. Also, will make fun of the girl in front of you yes. to make herself look better. Yeah. Which, or pick me girls, you know, don't yeah, do that. It really intertwines. These girls... Also, honestly, when you become a part of the girls, mm-hmm. very judgmental at first. Yeah. And some of them will say it to your face and some of them won't, but... As they, a girl coming into the girls? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. Um, but honestly, it's all out of love. It's like, you know, they're protective of you once you're in the group. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They love you. Girl groups love hard. Yeah. Yeah. We always look after each other in the end. It's like girls over anything, like hoes before bros. Exactly. As they say. But yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, ooh, 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 we've got, we've got a very, very interesting topic left. Mm. The girl and boy best friend who Had are, to save this quote one unquote, girl and boy best friend. Yeah, so these ones, you, to everyone else, call each other, oh, they're my best friend. No, that is a lie. They are not best friends. Mm. They are in love with each other, and it's so toxic because... You won't admit that you're in love with the other one. But and they'll try to make the other person jealous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you will go and you will, like, experiment with other people. And then immediately both of you will be very, very, very jealous. Which is honestly quite toxic. But in the at the end of the day, they have your back. They're very protective of you. They always want to make sure you're happy. And that if you are with other guys or other girls, that they are good for you. Because yeah. honestly, at the end of the day, they just want your happiness. And being best friends with this boy, they make you a part of the boys. They honestly include you more than you should be included. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they're a little too comfortable. Mm, True. Yeah. Um, also, if your friend- let's- let's- we're gonna add a category. The unisex group. And these are the archetypes that you will find in every single one of them. You've got the artsy boy. We know who that is. Mm-hmm. You've got the token LGBTQ person. You've got the classic popular kids slash like the homecoming king and queen type kids. You've got the 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 pick me best friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the shy ones. Yeah, and you've got the gamer boys. All of them. The token person who's in a relationship with a person outside of the group. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. That is that. Um, with that, I think we've covered a lot of the topics of Gen Z love. We're definitely going to have to do another episode on love. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Nameless Youth Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) With our special guest for the week, Olivia Odd. Me. Yay. The wife. The wife. Peace out. Peace. Bye. Well, not bye, because I'll do the intro, but bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Nameless Youth Podcast. If you have any topic ideas, please don't hesitate to email us at namelessyouththepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well at namelessyouththepod. And tune in next week for a very special episode on the future of education.